March has arrived and we're only a few weeks away from the big tournament. Yes, that tournament. Make sure to head over to Bet Online to open up your account today and get in on their $100,000 Bracket Madness contest starting March 15th. And remember, the NBA and XFL are still going strong, so whatever your passion is, Bet Online is the place to be for all your betting needs. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner, Bet Online, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use the promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for your 50% sign up bonus. Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back to episode 24 of Boys of 161st Street. You got me, Luke. You got Damon. Let's get after it. All right, welcome back to Boys of 161st Street. To start this episode off, we got some news last late last night. A-Rod and J-Lo on TikTok. What the hell was going on there? Yeah, that was probably one of the most disturbing things I've seen in a long time, I, like, I gotta say. You gotta believe, like, A-Rod is talking to J-Lo, and he's like, listen, babe, we're gonna switch clothes. It was 100% and it's, and it's his idea. Great. It was 100% his idea. Definitely his idea. But she looked like she was loving it, whatever. She, I don't know. But... What I had in mind, too, like, when I looked at it, I've, I've watched it way more times than I would like to admit to myself, and he had to have bought that dress specifically for that. Like, that was, there was a little slack in that dress. Yeah, I feel like, I almost feel like he was, or like, they were shopping together, and he saw that outfit, and he was like, yo, you know it'd be fucking this hilarious? Would be the most fire If TikTok we did this ever. for TikTok. I guess that's what retirement's like. There was, literally, <laughs> there was literally some slack in the dress, and like the, it, it's a, it was a tight dress on her to begin with. Yeah. So how is it fitting a 280-some-odd-pound man who took steroids? Who, what, like, it's not fitting him. He bought that dress. That's fuck you money. Yeah, that's fuck you money. That's what, you bought a dress for a TikTok, and a, probably an expensive dress at that. And no, yeah, knowing that was J-Lo, it definitely was not a cheap dress, for sure. I don't understand it. That, that, I, just, I just wanted to bring that up to start the episode because that just, just happened and it, that was absurd. But anyway, there's a lot more injuries. We're going to kind of start in a, in a little bit of a dark fashion because Judge goes down with the injury. Uh, we kind of called it. We didn't. You always assume the worst with shit because we have PTSD nowadays. But, I mean, yeah. It, how are you feeling, Damon? I, I mean... I'm a little upset because I think we all kind of saw this coming because, like you said, the whole P, uh, PTSD, I think that... We as Yankees fans We have. as Yankees fans. Because, again, it's this common trend of Aaron Boone and the Yankees staff not telling us anything or leaving us in the dark and giving us minimal to no information to work off of, saying that oh, he's day-to-day, he's getting tests done, he's doing this and that, and there's no real information for us to do anything with. So... That just makes us kind of believe the worst possible, and that's a common trend. So that whenever that happens, we're always just like, "All right, it's it's gonna be bad, right?" And it, it was bad. It was you know he's got a fractured rib, and you know he's gonna rest for you know a little bit, but then he's gonna get some surgery. It's it's inevitable, and he's not. It's not inevitable that he gets surgery. 
Well, he said it's on the table, not off the table. It's not off the table. But I'm, again, this whole thing of but the fact that he said that means it's probably going to happen. He's yeah. just trying not to make us like freak out. But in turn, that makes us freak out. Yeah, I guess in my, <laughs> I guess in my mind, I'm already saying it's inevitable because I think it's going to happen because of the common trends that we've always been seeing. No, no, I definitely agree. With, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, even the way, just the way all these injuries have happened and judges past too. And I mean, a lot of here, I'm I'm here to defend judge too because a lot of people have DM'd us saying like, are we going to get rid of judge, let him walk, not resign him, and then go sign Mookie Betts? Like, I hope to pump the brakes a little. Yeah, let's pump sure. the brakes. Yes, he has not had a full season in his career. Not that I know of. I'm pretty sure he hasn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, he has. He has gotten kind of unlucky. Like a lot of for sure the I, like impact injuries, like getting hit by that pitch and fracturing his wrist and mm-hmm. land. And honestly, this one now landing on his chest on that play against the the Angels, just all that. Like those aren't things you can control. Yeah. Yes, the oblique is being injury prone but that's only one time and honestly his other injury back in the day was also his oblique yeah and I think that what also upsets me a lot is the fact that this the Aaron Boone saying that this injury was most likely caused by um that diving catch he had in September you remember that yeah no there is yeah the, this they, they showed the play exactly where it came from it was yeah. him diving for a play on Albert Pujols to it was going to be a single, and yeah. he didn't want it to be a single. And and wait, hold on. Before you go on about that, people are saying, like, why are you diving for that ball? Hindsight, obviously, yeah, great. It's not worth it to dive for that, but you can't tell a player of judge's caliber and judge's intensity and competitiveness to not dive after a ball when he wants to go after a ball. Yeah, Just of course how not. he plays. You're not going to be like, oh, since he got injured, now I'm thinking, oh, well, why was he going for that ball? Just the type his, of it's player mentality. It's his mentality. There's some players who don't give a shit, and they'll just play it and let it bounce before them and whatever, be safe. If he thinks he can get it, he's going to go gonna after it. Judge. It's never going to happen to judge. Exactly. Even after this, too, I'm pretty sure he's still going to be – he's not going to be gun shy. He's going to no, go after not. it. No, of course not. No, of course not. If he not. thinks he can get a ball, he's going to go after it. And So I don't, I don't like that whole theory behind some of these fans saying that he shouldn't have been diving for that ball in a, in yeah. a, in a useless game against the Angels. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and that's the same mentality that he has that caused him to keep playing through it, you know, because he has the mentality to be the best and he wants to be the best and he wants to be there for his team and keep playing. Exactly. And, and you know, I, I I get there was, you know, he probably, she definitely should have said something and spoken up a little more about his discomfort and how he was feeling about throughout the entire process. Um, and I don't know, it is two sides to every, or three sides to every story. And, um, I've also seen sucks. some people say that Judge was playing through it because he was trying to cash out on this arbitration $8 million contract, which, by the way, isn't cashing out for him whatsoever. That's minimum for him. Judge has been Just getting... to play in a contract year similar to what, I forget which other player did that too, but no. The guy plays because he wants to be competitive. He wants to play baseball for the team. He's not like Stanton, who's made a glass and makes it known that he's not going to play. Like, if, he, if Stan has a calf strain, whatever, I don't even know how serious this injury is, but no matter what, the guy has a mentality that he's going to go out there. This is Judge. Stanton might not be, if he clips his nail, he has like a hangnail. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he's yeah. not, he just has two types of players. Yeah, for sure. And Judge is that, he'll go out and play with a broken fucking leg, and Stanton won't play with his fingernail is cut the wrong way. Yeah, and, and Judge is, a, Judge is a, a natural born athlete. He's a baseball guy, and... Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to believe that players in the league would not play just to get a paycheck. I think that I, I hope, and I don't think that happens a lot, but you know, these guys 
spend their entire life trying to make it to the big leagues, why on earth would you think that they don't want to play the game? You know? No, yeah. And you can never assume that. And it's just it's just bullshit if you think that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know that's just what are my two cents on Judge. So I Yeah, mean, I don't know. I just again I think that um just kind of closing closing the, the thoughts on that. Um the thing I'm more worried about is the misdiagnosis of the doctors. Like yeah, it's also the Yankee stuff has been time and time again. Like this is the third or fourth injury now that has dated back to last year, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it comes up. Like Paxton had the same thing; he had discomfort. Oh, it was fine. We didn't mm-hmm. test it. We didn't get it done over the off season when you should have got it done. Yeah. So and like, what? What's the problem with the, the staff? Like, I saw that gif that that Matt sent us, mm-hmm. and it was like the Yankees. What was the caption? The Yankees screening players for injuries in the preseason. Yeah, it was, it was a guy literally doing like the TSA check, and he just taps their pockets, and that's it, and lets them walk. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't, they're not it's checking, true. and if they are checking, they're bad at their job. Yeah, and I think that, um, yeah, I think there's a, there's a big miscommunication between the players and the medical staff. I think that, you know, judges and a medical professional, but the medicals, the medical professionals can't read his mind and see how he's feeling. You know, there has to be a mutual communication between both parties, and I think that was completely lacking because Judge said that he felt something and heard something crack. He heard something pop, right? Crack and pop when he dove for that ball. That, if, if first of all, if you're a medical professional and you hear that, you gotta, you gotta, you, gotta pull, you gotta pull the player off there because the player won't go off on his own. He's a no, gamer. You Judge is a to, gamer. Judge will play through it. Yeah. So as a medical professional, as the guys that are handling this, you you have to be the one to pull the player off. Yeah. And he's not gonna want to come off. You gotta force him off the field. And that's why I, I hope, I pray that if Judge said something, that they would take him off. So that's why I'm I'm believing that he probably didn't say anything. And that's a big issue. There has to be a communication between. And that's between the one both. qualm I have with Judge on that. You got to yes. speak up. You have to speak up. I get you want to play yeah. the game. I get you want to play the game. But I respect it too because he knew we had a chance to win, and that goes into the playoffs. And he, then he's in jeopardy of getting ripped off the field during a playoff run. Yeah. And being held on the the, the sidelines. But and at the end of the day, yeah, you got to be open with your doctor. It's like when you go to the doctor. And they ask you, do you smoke or have you had sexual no. activity or whatever or anything like that? <laughs> They're asking because they try to figure out yeah. what's going on with you. And if you th- lie to your doctor, you're only cheating yourself because then they have no fucking idea what's going yeah. on with you. So if you tell them you don't smoke and you have some fucking thing wrong with your lungs, they're like, wow, well, this is weird. You have something we have never even seen before. Yeah. And they just brush it off. But if you tell them that you smoke, then they can give you the proper treatment they're not gonna go tell your parents you know no they're there to help you and to figure out what's going on with your body yeah so take that judge (laughs) take that piece of advice and i i get i I get where judge is coming from because it's got to be frustrating to not be able to play a full season since his unbelievable rookie year um yeah it's definitely it's gotta be frustrating and I, i get he wants to keep playing but if you're thinking about your long term your long term um you know, professional career, you have to be mindful of these types of things. And especially with the the injury-prone season that the Yankees have had. Well, now that that's also the injury-prone thing, it's getting tossed around to us from everybody. Matt says it to, about Judge. Matt thinks he's going to be, that's going to plague his career. I mean, that's got to be getting to Judge now, too. Yeah. Who did he compare it to? Was it Nomar? Uh, yeah, Nomar. Yeah. He said that's going to be Judge, which yeah. I hate him saying that. And 
I hope he's wrong because right now it is looking like that. He hasn't had a full year. The talent's there, and he just can't stay on the field. Mm-hmm. But if and that also brings up the whole conversation about can bodybuilders play baseball because Stanton cannot. Yeah, and that's why the leaner like the Mookie Betts's of the world, those guys can basically stay on the field all year because they don't have those muscle injuries. You know, they don't. Because they're not constantly working their muscles out, mm-hmm. they have the injuries like the one the injuries that they get are the other half of the injuries that Judge gets. So he, they auto, automatically off the rip, yeah, eliminate half the injuries because, or for the most part. Yeah, it, it's I think it it all comes down to the uh, the person. Like I don't know, I I played rugby with this kid who was a, a toothpick and he got hit left and right and never got injured. Exactly. I don't know. I, I feel it's like so weird. It's such a weird dynamic. I, I don't and that's know. the reason why I think we're plagued with injuries like that. It's because our team is made of mammoths, and that's the majority of our team. So yeah. that's why, like the Voits, he's having muscle injuries. He has mm-hmm. the fucking what, what was his injury? Is the oblique, right? It's always the oblique. So he has the I oblique. Think. I forgot. Yeah, so Stanton, Judge, uh, Judge also had an oblique. But Tantus is a so. big guy too. I mean, was on the team. Yeah. Gary, Gary's I mean, catchers are usually. They take a beating back there, but Gary's a big guy too. He's slim, mm-hmm. slimmed down a little bit. Yeah, and, and Gary, I know he was, he had some back issues. I know we'll we'll kind of transition to that. I know he had some back issues, but um, he is set to or it should be okay to play on Friday, which is which is good news. I think it was just like a little. Uh, yeah, discomfort. I'm not. I'm not as worried about Gary. Yeah, but I guess that that kind of brings us into this whole kind of concept of, you know, we I I understand that you know, it is only March, season hasn't even started yet. And it's the New York Yankees. We're gonna make the playoffs. We're gonna be okay. Um, and I just, I don't want to have a season like we had last time. But everyone needs to kind of take a step back and really think about the long term thing. And yeah. you know, think about the long the, the longevity of the season. It's 162 games. You know, we think about the worst case scenarios and the best case scenarios. You know, there's a lot of flexibility of what's gonna be going on. See, there's two trains of thought, two schools of thought. There's like where JJ's at, he and he's just like, wake me up in October. It's mm-hmm. okay. If we'll figure it out. It's way too early. And then there's people that are hitting the panic button and freaking out and saying the season's over. I saw people DM us, or not DM us. They commented on other pictures that I've just scrolling through. And they're saying the season is over. Mm-hmm. So there's that side. And then there's the wake me up in October side. Where do you sit? Wake me up in October. I, I, there's, there are, we have way too many amazing players that it, it, it's it's impossible to stress about this type of this type of stuff, and I know so, yeah. I know judges are star player, um, but last year we 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 proved and Aaron Boone proved that we have the ability to throw players around a diamond and still be the Death Star that we've always dreamed of reoperating. See, I'm not as like one all the way to the to the right side, wake me up in October. I'm more in between. It definitely you, you can't ignore the fact that these injuries keep popping up, and that's absolutely. It seems like we're the only ones that are getting this bad luck. Other than Verlander is now starting the season on the IL, which mm-hmm. you love to see. Hate to wish bad on other people, but you know, fuck them, fuck the Astros. So, I mean, I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. Like mm-hmm. the, I, you definitely can't ignore this. So I'm just like. I don't know. A lot. I mean, it definitely sucks having Severino, Paxton. Paxton should be fine. He'll be back sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. But Judge Stanton, like all these guys, it's it, you yeah. can't ignore it. But Hicks, at the same sure. time, Hicks as well. Um, you, you can't ignore it. 
Mm-hmm. You can't ignore it. You, but we at the end of the day, we do have guys that we didn't have last year, guys that were unhealthy last year for the time being. Knock on wood. But mm-hmm. in, in comparing last year to this year, yeah, those guys are unhealthy right now, and they could be back sooner rather than later. But we still have Miggy coming back healthy this year, and who knows? You might see fucking Miggy and actually playing left field. Yeah, like with all these injuries, and he hasn't looked bad. He hasn't looked horrible. Hey, out there. You know, everyone always says the hardest ball catching out feels a line ball line drive right at you. Yeah, Judge says that. Yeah, and he he handled it. You see that? Yeah, he did. Him, he, he dude, he looks pretty good right now. I know he it's just bring the karaoke back and forth, and then and then caught it. Yeah, over the shoulder. Yeah, you know, I mean, he looks good now. I'd like to see him in a bigger sample size. I know, and it's also spring, but this is yeah. one of those situations where, like, yeah, spring training doesn't really matter as much. You're not facing tough competition, but this is different because you're seeing him and how he naturally reacts in a position like that. Mm-hmm. So this actually does carry weight to me because you're seeing the way he plays, and I think he looks good. He looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. He, he hasn't, that I've seen, had any big like Clint Frazier-esque blunders. Yeah, and here, here's my kind of take on it, and maybe you disagree, but here's what I'm going to say. I think that, you know, obviously there's there's two big aspects of outfield that's tracking down a fly ball, catching it, and fielding a ground ball towards you, right? Clint Frazier has had trouble with both, but I think he's had more trouble with the ground balls, with the bad hops coming at him, and fielding those. And maybe, possibly, if Andujar is already showing signs of being able to track down fly balls, I know, I feel like fielding a ground ball should be pretty natural to him. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he's a third baseman, he knows how to react. Eh. I know it's I know it's a it's a stretch and it's it's, it's a little bit of a third baseman yeah loose, uh, loosely used third baseman yeah he hasn't really looked too good there so his ability to get a ground ball but this is me, this me being it. this is me being optimistic and I don't know I don't think that translates I don't, I think just the way he's looked out there and honestly if we're gonna compare the two I actually still think Clint will have a better defensive year than I completely agree I'm just he would I'm, in the I'm being optimistic. Outfield. So, yeah. I can, no, I can I, anyway, agree. I'm just saying he, with all the injuries right now, he might get a legitimate shot to be not an everyday left fielder, but get some significant time. Like a Tyler Wade, get him out there every mm-hmm. so often, but more so than Tyler Wade because his bat is better than Wade's because Wade doesn't really have a bat. Yeah. And Andujar's bat's going to be in the lineup in some fashion. Like you, you heard Cashman say he's similar to like Alfonso Soriano when they got him. He just... Yeah has a bat that you can't ignore, and you'll fit him in some way or another. Yeah, He got reps at first base. That's the thing. He looked kind of shaky at first base. He missed, the, he missed the ball right at him. <laughs> he missed yeah, a That was routine. a tough look. That was a tough look. Gio threw him. It was a scoop? No, it was, it was, no, it was a little low. It was a little it, low. No, it wasn't on the ground, though. No, it, was, it, it didn't, was at him. It, it didn't bounce. Miss. He just missed it. Okay. Yeah, it was a tough look. Maybe first base won't be his yeah. spot. <laughs> but he's catching the fly balls. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But I think that... I'm not I'm not, I'm not. not him for, at first base. Yeah, he's, I think that... Um, which is funny, but um, I think that, you know, Stan also might be back by opening day. That's like kind of a best case scenario. And yeah. if he is back, that means there's a good chance that he'll probably play outfield and maybe will DH. Stan's one of those I'll believe it when I see it kind of guys, though. Like, Yeah, there's been too much bad. I've said before, yeah. he's getting really, really hard to, like, get on his team, like, to, to back him up. Mm-hmm. I've been Team Stanton. I've said in the previous podcast, it's getting really hard to defend him now. Yeah. But yeah, Stanton's one of those guys. Like I'll for sure just believe it when I see it. Any diag- and this goes with any of the players too. They all all the reports that aren't reports. 
you never really know what's going on with anybody, especially Stanton. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know if this is the same injury that was from last year. It could be a different one. It could be 10 different ones entirely. <laughs> but yeah. he just, I don't know. He, he wants like, all of the reports that say, oh, he's kind of on track for opening day. He's kind of not. Like, I don't even, like, no report. Even if it says Stanton will play opening day, I still don't believe it until I literally yeah. see him step in that box. And even then, I might not believe it. Yeah, until he runs, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, he'll maybe, maybe, maybe he's got to. should have okay. somebody run for him. Imagine that. That'd be, that'd they should be have cool. him swing. Hopefully, he just hit a home run so he doesn't have to. Yeah. He should do the Babe Ruth. Didn't Babe Ruth never run after he hit a home run? I think he stopped doing it. Towards the end of his yeah, career, when, he, his when career. he was really fat and old, he was like, fuck it. I remember I watched the, I don't know what movie that was, I forget, but he would literally hit. <laughs> I don't think that was probably an accurate representation of his career. I think he did that. Career. I think, I think he, he did actually, too, but oh, basically on a movie. He literally would swing, and then he would just walk. Yeah. And then somebody else, no, he would walk to the base, I think I and then he would clip. get off the base, and somebody would pinch run for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. So that's know. that's Stan to me. Yeah, Stan's a modern day Babe Ruth, but Babe Ruth actually sucked in in our opinion. So yeah, but and I if think you, if you're new to the podcast, you're gonna hear that every Babe single Ruth time we talk. Good. Yeah, but you know, I think that you know, again with all this, you know, I'm trying not to beat a dead horse, but with all these injuries in the outfield, it is gonna be Clint's time to shine for sure. And I think that he's still killing it in spring training. He's been have a extremely consistent games hitting hard, you know, balls in the outfield, doubles, home runs. And I don't, I'm confident with him. I think he will be the starting left fielder on opening day. I mean, he's going to be the starting left fielder on opening day. The starting outfield probably to me would be Talkman in center, Gardner in right, and Clinton left. Yeah, I'd maybe reverse those. Maybe but yeah. rever- ah. Just because like, just because Gardner is more of, a, more of a left fielder. Yeah, I don't know. You trust Clinton the short porch? No, but I trust him more than Gardner, I think, in, in, I don't know in right field. I don't know about that. Well, that's my hot take, so deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, with all the injuries, I mean, especially another one that we got updates on to kind of round out this injury report, uh, Paxton also would begin throwing Wednesday, which means that he probably would, that the way it sits, the way like when throwing starts, he it's, it tends to be a month after that you can make your your debut, mm-hmm. so that would get him set to return in about April. Mm-hmm. So it's not like that fucking baseball activities shit. Like they say, a judge can resume baseball activities. Such soon. a loose term. Baseball activities is walking, is picking up a baseball, it is grabbing a bat. It, it like it's such. Like doing a stretch before putting your pants on anything. Like. That's <laughs> what's a baseball activity. <laughs> like define baseball activity. Yeah, I don't know. They pretty, say that for every player too. I know, I know. It's not. But, even that, just but again, like, that's that's like that's what they do to make us feel better and make us feel confident that they're going to be returning. Hopefully, you know. And it's just it, it's another thing they do to just make us, you know, not bitch and complain. Yeah. But also on Paxton, so he's not returning to baseball activities. He's returning to throwing, so mm-hmm. that's that's a plus. And he's also in. He's a Scott Boris guy, who Scott Boris likes to get the money for players, and it's also a contract year for Paxton. Mm-hmm. So since it's a contract year, he's a Scott Boris guy. He's gonna be more motivated than ever to get on that mound and play. Yeah, cyst or no cyst, whatever the fuck, he's gonna get on the mound. He's gonna play. He's gonna. He's not gonna not. Yeah, he's gonna play. He's not gonna be like a Stanton. Like ah, uh, if I'm not. 
110% I'm not going to play. Yeah. He's going to get out there and he's going to he's going to deal. Yeah, and especially because, you know, same with Tanaka. Tanaka's in a contract here too. Yeah, and they and again, if it's the Yankees or if it's someone else who resigns them, they want to put on a show and if they're injured, especially what how, how old's Paxton? Is he was early 30s, mid 30s, early I'm not, 30s? I'm not exactly sure. All right, he's probably early 30s, right? And if you come off a year where you're not playing, that's going to be tough to get a good you know, contract to resign with. Yeah. And, and honestly, same and with Tanaka. Speaking, speaking of Tanaka, Tanaka has looked masterful. He's Mr. Consistent. I've been saying no, that. No, but like even more so. He looks like he just picked up where he left off with the playoff Tanaka. He isn't allowing hits. He just looks amazing out there. I know, and I know it's spring training, but at some point. I, I never batted. I think that Tanaka is, I mean, he's the most, cons- he's been the most consistent pitcher, I think. Uh, like out of everybody, I think especially in the playoffs too. You know, Tanaka in the playoffs is just like all right, mark it up. All right, that's enough talk about injured players and spring training. We gotta pay some bills, you know, keep the lights on, get the boys rolling. So why don't we just do that? Ever wonder why traditional button ups look so long and baggy? That's because they were never meant to be worn that way. Untucked shirts are specifically designed to be worn untucked, no matter your size or shape. Their shirts are the perfect untucked length. With more than 50 fit combinations, untucked shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Don't just take my word for it. Try Untucket for yourself. Visit untucket.com and use code BLUEWIRE for 20% off your first order. They even offer free shipping on returns on all orders in the U.S. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T. Dot com and promo code blue wire for 20% off your first order. So what do we think about hap? Has been great. Apple's good. You like hap? I love hap. Hap's good guy. You hap guy? I'm a big hap guy. I'm happy he's hap. That was, that was the <laughs> uh, fucking, I hate you. But honestly, a lot of people don't give hap. I mean, right now they're giving him credit because in this, this spring he's had 13 innings pitch, seven hits, two earned runs, with a 1.38 ERA, one walk and six strikeouts in the spring. I think that he's gone a little bit under the radar because of everything that everything else has been, that's been going on. Um, what do you mean? I just think there's been a lot of other kind of chaos going on with within the Yankees during the first couple weeks of spring training that have you know taken the headlines a little bit more instead of the fact that has been doing incredibly well. I, th- I think he's getting recognition right now as we speak only because people have now seen those stats accumulate. Right, but the I'm ones s- I just read. Yeah, but I'm and saying... And everybody getting injured, so you're kind of looking to him to be that guy to help out because we're definitely going to need to lean on him. For sure. But my my take on this is Hap has been, honestly, and we've spoke about it last season, Hap has been one of the more consistent starters that we have on this team. Like, yeah, he gives up the home run ball a lot, which is something that you kind of, you, you overlook, you over, you use that a little bit. Like, you, you exaggerate it more. You you look at that a lot and you say, wow, have give up another home run. Yeah, the flaws are always, the flaws are always highlighted Over-exemplified, more. Over-exemplified, but yeah. like, you got to look at the guy. He's been one of the most consistent guys on the team, and he's 37, he's been around the block, so you could take that as a as a pro and a con, obviously. Yeah, and but I, th- I think that, um, I just think that, you know, last season was not 
as great as this year before that by, by any means. Yeah, you know? but I I I would honestly argue differently. Yeah, like last year his his season stats in his age thirty six season he went twelve and eight, and he had a four nine one ERA. Not great, mm-hmm. but I think the stats are a little different if if you look at the eye test. The eye test you kind of I mean there was a stretch April through June, mm-hmm. and we remember just because from watching. But he went eleven and three, and he's proving he's the type of pitcher that can kind of get hot and show flashes of what he was in years past. Like I'm not saying Hap is going to be a Cy Young pitcher, but I am definitely saying he can eat innings and if he's staying healthy. And he has been one of the guys who have stayed healthy for us. He's, I mean, one of the only people that can stay healthy for us. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's been literally one of the most durable starters the Yankees have had since he's arrived. And he, he hasn't, I don't think he's missed a start or he's at least missed very minimal. Yeah. And, I mean, now as a Yankee fan with PTSD, you got to appreciate that more and more. It's true. Yeah, he, he's... Yeah, he's staying he's staying healthy and he's delivering for sure. And I think that um yeah, I, I think he's been a little bit underrated and a little bit under undervalued for sure. Um I know you, you were speaking about it a lot previously and I think you wrote about it too, but um yeah, I mean I'm excited to see him come back and hopefully he, he uh takes the consistency and the uh um you know, the, the momentum from spring training and carrying that into the regular season. I think you know he's going to be a, a huge, huge asset um, come in twenty twenty season if he keeps this up. I mean, we're going to need him to eat innings with all these injuries. Paxton's coming back, but he's definitely going to be a solid piece in that rotation. Like he's going to be eating innings. Like I said, he. I mean, the, over the course of the past couple of years, in twenty eighteen, he had one hundred seventy seven innings pitched and thirty one games started. Mm-hmm. Twenty nineteen, he had one hundred sixty one innings pitched and thirty one games started again. Consistency, yeah, he, that's he, what we need. Doc consistency, and also he has the qualifying option, qualifying yeah, qualifying option of seventeen million dollars for twenty twenty one if he throws one hundred sixty five innings or more, or makes twenty seven starts in twenty twenty. Like, do you, do you think he hits that marker? Um, absolutely. I think I think absolutely he does because, um, he, again, he's already showing that he's going to be, you know, back and better. Um, just based on like a small sample size of, of spring training, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm again, I'm excited to see him play, and I think that because of his consistency, I think that um, it's a, it's a mental game too. You know, in your head, you're you're kind of in a zone, and um, I think he's gonna want to go out there and deliver. I think he's gonna have that chip on his shoulder to come back and be better than he did his last season, and that's just gonna make him go deep in the ball games, probably throw. You know, hopefully. You know, six, seven innings if we're See, lucky. I don't know. I don't know about deep into ball games, and then you immediately after that go and say go six, seven innings if we're lucky. Like, Hap's a guy who usually goes. If he about, throws seven, that's amazing. That's amazing. But no, it's not the type of pitcher Hap is. Hap is the kind I know, of guy. But that, I'm saying deep. I'm saying deep in ball games for him. I'm saying deep in ball games for him. I think that's five. That's what I'm saying. Seven for lucky. That's the best day possible. Of course. That's what I, again. I. What part of that I was not I don't know. consistent? I think the only pitcher or pitchers, only pitcher who consistently can go deep is Garrett Cole on our roster. Uh, we're not talking about Garrett Cole right now. Tanaka can also flash that. He he either goes one inning, ten hits, or he has nine innings shutout. I'm talking about I'm talking about Hap. All right, I'm talking about J J Hap. A Hap. Okay, I think that with you. a phenomenal game by him, a deep in ball game game for him. Is going to be seven innings, and if we get that, even a couple if games, if I get that version of Hap, 
I, I that's sign incredible. me up. I would be ecstatic if we got that version of Hap. I mean, that's his, incredible. His only bugaboo, like I said, was the home run ball, and he gives up an average home run per nine of one point nine, which is a, definitely above league average. League average is one point four. Mm-hmm. So that's his only bugaboo. But honestly, and I don't. I want to see your take on this because it kind of is a little weird. Because I mean, he does have the lefty lefty matchup, mm-hmm. which kind of bodes well for the the short porch and min- in minimizing home runs. Yeah. But at the same time, he did just play at Yankee Stadium, so those numbers are from 2019, so that kind of just doesn't make any sense. So if that is the case, the 1.9 is with that bene- that advantage. Yeah. Because, you know, he's going to be tougher on lefties, and lefties obviously benefit from the short porch. Yeah, I get that. But so if he can tighten up on that and lower that the home run ball, yeah, that I takes a lot of runs off the board that lowers the ERA a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. Happ is one of the highest. He's one of the leaders in give home runs given up. Yeah, but you also also have to consider that, you know, for saying he play he starts half the games at home. He's pitching fifteen games at home. You know, he's he's given up home runs elsewhere too. It's not just a short play. No, yeah, I know. You know. Anyway, I, I'm just saying for Happ. <laughs> it's fucking cat. The cat's just knocking shit over. Yeah, she's for those who don't know, I have a cat. Her name is Ghost, and she's a beast, but she's. A cat and likes to knock things over. She's just finding some stuff to hit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I just think Hab is going to be a big piece of this team. He's going to be one of the imperative pieces if we're going to be successful this year. And that's Jay Hab for you. Yeah. And I'm excited With our to see luck, it. he's going to be injured tomorrow, and then we're going to talk about somebody else, like Loisia being yeah. today's. But I know you, you, I know we, we briefly brought up Cole, and I just want to bring up the fact that. I know he had a little bit of a rough game his past um, oh, spring training yeah. start, but we're fine. Everyone stop. We're okay. Please I'm not sure if people down. are actually serious about that. Yes, of course they were. They're the, same, again, they're the same people that are, um, you know, thinking the season's over because he has one bad start and that people get injured and, you know. She's got to stop. I don't, I don't, I, I can't tell if people are being serious, but if you're serious about that, you need to just stop being a fan of the Yankees because that's crazy. And, and there is a way to, you can flip flop on what's important in spring training and what's not. See, like I said before with the Miggy, the things that I do actually take out of spring training are how you look in new situations where you're learning something new. Like Miggy, how does he, how look, how natural does he look in a position? That, yeah. that matters in spring training. You know what I mean? Other things like, Getting ready and getting like the rust off, that doesn't matter. If somebody, and that goes both ways. That goes both ways because if he, like the Tanakas of the world, he looks great. And obviously, Hap looks great too. But, you know, like it does, that doesn't necessarily matter. You may be facing worse competition. So we kind of have to throw those by the wayside. But honestly, when it comes to like the Mickeys and stuff like that, that's what, that's what I mean. Like that you take into consideration. So with Garrett Cole getting lit up, Fuck yeah, get it out of the way. Get it out of the way now. If he's not do- as long as he's not doing that in the regular season, which he won't, because no, he, he he'll flip a switch. Maybe he was sick that day. They were talking about him being sick. Who knows? I mean, it just to me it doesn't fucking matter whatsoever, it and it should not all. matter it to you matter at, all. at all. And honestly, <laughs> going on that same topic, did you see the fucking the Tigers trolled us? Yeah, like grow the fuck up. They're gonna they're literally gonna win thirty games this year. 
I mean, they won. They won like thirty-seven last year. What did they tweet out? They tweeted they won forty. They won like forty-one games last year. I think it, the tweet was like, out. "My brain, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it." And it was something like about them beating us or like the Death Star, like anything. No, else. it was like, Bronx. It was Bronx Bombers, Bronx Bombers, Bronx Bombers. Oh, and then they're saying they they're they the Bronx home Bombers. Runs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut fuck the off. fuck up. I mean, you know what? Let them have it. It's okay. Yeah, I know. I'll let them have it, and they're literally going to win thirty games this year. Yeah, they're not they're not going to do well at all. And let them have their little claim to fame right now. They can take shots at us all they want because it's the only shots they're going to have to take. And the only honestly t- spotlight they'll ever have is when they're in our spotlight for that ten seconds. Mm-hmm. So whatever, fuck them. They're going to have the lowest attendance rate in season history. They're so bad. They're so terrible. <sighs> anyway, moving on. A lot of people with with all these injuries to the outfield, they're talking about signing Puig. And honestly, I didn't even fucking, to to be very honest with everybody, I didn't even know he was a free agent, that he was still out there. But he's still out there. Mm -hmm. That's the big question, huh? Do you want to sign Puig? Do you think? No, I don't. You don't want to sign him? You don't think we need him at all? I don't think we need him at all. Why? Because I don't think he is that extraordinary of a player to risk signing him. I don't think it's worth the money. I don't because I, I I've know for a fact he's gonna ask for money. A I mean, lot a lot of money. Mean, I don't know. I think if we get him one year ten mil. Still that's ten mil we don't it's need depth. To, we don't need to spend on a player. It's depth. I, I I'm on the I'm on the side of why not fuck it. I don't know because I, I just I don't see him bringing immediate value to the team. I mean, I he's, uh, don't get me wrong. He's definitely, honestly, one of the most overrated players in baseball. 100%. And he always takes plays off, like those fucking nonchalant plays in the outfield. And he has a horrible attitude off the field. The more I talk, the more I sound like I don't want him. I whatsoever. think he's also going to get, I think he'll, he'll also get torn up in New York as well. Yeah. I mean, we used to tear him up when he was in right field. He's, I don't know. But I've also heard the same side where he's one of those players who, oh, he's like a good teammate. He's a great teammate, always has your back. Like, he fought the entire Pittsburgh Pirates team <laughs> that, that one time. Yeah, I know. That, that gif was, of him like being held back. That was, a f- that was my, the funniest picture I've seen in a long time. <laughs> so many memes were made after that. Yeah. But honestly, like that's kind of a guy that if he's on your squad, he's, like, I, I, he's just someone that he's, 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 he'll fight for you. Yeah, I know. He'll but, go to war for you. But, I, and you, have, but you have... Um, guys in Stan- his prime, too. Uh, Twenty eight years old is absolutely your prime. Yeah, but that's that's a prime age. I don't know if it's prime for him, dude. The guy can. The guy. He, he's a good player. He, he's overrated. I'm not, I'm not he's, saying he's, he's a actually, bad player. I just think we don't we don't need him. Yeah, I don't think like, he's worth the money. That's my that's my th- take. But I think if the money. It, I mean, here's my take. He hasn't signed with a team for so long. He's been sitting out. We're midway through spring training now. You gotta believe. Something's got to set in, like, hmm. and why do you think it gets passed around all the time? I get it, I get it, I get that. But also, in, in terms of the amount of money we can spend on him, I feel like it will be little because he's got to think to himself, "Hmm, I haven't been signed by a team yet. Maybe it's because of my off the field shit. Maybe it's because I'm not as high of a value player as I think I am, and that'll knock some price off." So that's why I think we can get it for a good price, and also the fact that he's been sitting on the sidelines and nobody's been grabbing him. That might also tell him, like, "Hey, listen, it's because you're an asshole. Fix that." Yeah, but I also, I also feel that I don't want to spend the money on him because 
I don't think he's going to bring the value to us. I think that at best he's going to be a second guy off the bench in the outfield. No, if we sign First him, if we sign him, he's starting. I don't think so. If we sign him, he's starting. If we yeah, but if we spend the money, he's, just, he's a he's a good player. He has a great fucking arm, rocket launcher for an arm. So because you, because you said that though, I don't think I, that means that brings me to believe that we're not going to sign him even more because we don't need him to, in the starting lineup. He's, we, if we sign him, he's not going to be a star lineup. I'd rather save him, that money. If we sign him, Clint is going to kill himself. Oh, yeah, I'd rather <laughs> save that money. I'd rather save that money and spend it on a pitcher if we need it because that is has always There's no been, pitchers on the market. So that's throw that away. I'm saying later on the season we're needing money. We're going to need the money to do something. That's trading. That's no. There's no money in that. Yeah, but you never know. Money is part of a trade piece. Barely. I don't think we. You're. you're Thinking of a scenario that is so specific that needs to happen. This is something that's a glaring issue because of all the injuries. Not a single one of our starting outfielders are starting the season. We don't know what's happening with Sten. We he could play, he could not. But I say, why not get Puig? Because because, th- because we then we have a good backup plan. If Sten comes back, then we say fuck Puig. Who cares? Just put him on the bench. Storm. We're the Yankees. We have fucking money. We have fuck you money. We have a Rod. Buy a fucking dress to make a TikTok money. I know. <laughs> so why are you so fixed? It's not your pockets. Who gives a shit? Yeah, but some of you playing either. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about a plan that's gonna that's gonna that the the GM and the team's gonna have to decide on. Fuck that! I, I, that's why I'm saying like, why not just get some depth? We have a lot of depth, and and honestly, to play devil's advocate here, we do have enough depth, and I'd be fine if we didn't go after him. So don't get that twisted. I'm not saying Puig or, or season's over. But, like, I mean, Talkman, the opening day outfield as it sits right now is probably going to be Talkman, uh, Gardner, and Frazier. And yeah. I'm fine with that. But, however. And you still have Stanton. You still have Hayes coming back after the All-Star break. Yes, we but that's don't a know long what, time we away. We don't know what Judge's situation is. We have is no yet. idea about any of that. And But I'm saying, all so of, because but, okay, of, but we're also one injury away from then what? Yes, but I, I agree with that. But that's there's right. that's so the much. Point. But there's so much in the air that if we sign him, and I mean, luckily there's nothing incredibly serious with Judge that keeps him out for most of the season. But then we have Stan and Judge, who hopefully are going to be healthy. You have Clint Frazier, you have Hicks coming back. Hicks coming back after the All Star break. You have Talkman, and you have Brett Gardner. Talkman's coming off an injury too. We don't know how that's going to end up. Gardner He's ha- fine. He played. He, he yeah, was going to be ready but, to go in the playoffs. You're coming off an injury. That's something to keep an eye on. That's all I'm saying. I get that. Gardner is old. He played his first full season. Gardner's se- fine. Gardner has played. That's his first full season he's ever played. Gardner is never usually a durable guy like that. There's always come, there always comes a point where Gardner ends up on the shelf. He ends up on the DL. Brett Gardner is all I'm saying is Brett Gardner is bound to get injured at some point. And that's not me being like like wishing bad on somebody that's me being realistic and obviously with all the injuries this team has been having it's realistic to think that somebody else isn't safe any but nobody's safe that's why with all of these injuries we've been having why not add some depth if it's available and for cheap because I honestly believe since he's been sitting there twiddling his thumbs watching he's doing what we're doing right now just nothing watching MLB highlights he's probably just sitting there like an idiot and he doesn't know I mean, he's in Cleveland. He's not going to be in Cleveland. He just bought a house, I'm pretty sure. He's got to move somewhere. I don't know. I think he's going to reason with everybody. He's going to realize he's not worth that much. All right. If we get him for a good deal, 
whatever. I just don't think that we need him because there's so many up-in-the-air things. And I think that because we haven't done anything, maybe there is a good sign coming with all the injuries. I mean, last year he's also, I don't know what his deal was. Oh, we know he was traded. So it was a split between Cincinnati and uh, Cleveland. And last year he played 149 games, it looks like. Full season, pretty much. And he had about... Twenty. He had twenty four home runs. He had, he had, and he batted like two seventy seven. If you average the two, because it was two fifty two and two ninety seven. So that was just some quick math for you, math pod. But wow, big finance guy. I mean, he just he had a pretty good season. He's an, a very good player. I keep twisting. Over. I don't know where he is in terms. Yeah, of you keep going back and forth. He's an average player, but he had a pretty good That's season. That's why I'm last saying year. he's and not it, worth it because there's so much in the air with him. And he's the only so one much, available. And there's I don't give a fuck. Yeah. There's so much. Uh, on a, there's so much uncertainty with both the Yankees and with him, and that's why I don't think it's going to happen. Mark my words. If it does, I'm sorry. I think it'll I'm happen. wrong. I think, right. you, I think you are wrong. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, that's enough out of that. Uh, did, you, did you see the Astros bobblehead camera? Where yeah. I don't know. I forget what team was giving it away. I hope that was real because that was. I hope so that was real funny. too. There's there's an Astros. I think it was a Bregman. Yeah, I think figurine. It was. And there was a video camera for the head. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those promotional things that a team was giving away at, at, a, at a game. And I hope to God it's real. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked if it is real. I wouldn't either. And it would just be so funny. But that minor league Yankees team, I forget which one it was. They're giving away those trash cans. That's funny. That's, That's hilarious. hilarious. That's actually hilarious. So I, I think that could honestly very much happen. Yeah. It could be real. And I hope it is. And I, if it is real, I want to go grab one of those because that's the f- most fire thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but I again, I think that um, um, watching the Mets game the other day and um, the Astros are getting booed at every bat like they've been getting booed at every other game and um, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop whatsoever and I'm happy. Yeah, that's I'm, the, I'm that was the it. one good thing the Mets have ever done. I'm here for it, for sure. I'm for sure here for it. The Mets, <laughs> that was just so funny. I just, I couldn't find the Yankees game so I turned on the Mets game and Obviously, it's going to happen all season long, but the Mets, just of all teams, they're just the fans are booing them like crazy every single time. And you know what? It, it's impacting the way these guys are swinging, too, because you've seen that one video of Springer swinging out of his shoes mm-hmm. just to shut up the crowd and give the last haha. But at the end of the day, that feeds more to the crowd and makes you want to. <laughs> it's just funnier that way because you're yep. trying. We're in your head. We have free real estate. It's just amazing to see. And now Verlander goes down. I. This is gonna be a bad year for them. Really bad, really, really bad. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm so here for I'm it. I'm so here for it. What else we got? Um, want to just go into DMs? We'll do a little trivia first. Yeah, give me some trivia. All right, I got a little trivia question for you. I, I, I got, I got, I got a couple. So let me ask you one, and then, um, we'll go from there and see if it's too easy, too easy for you. Okay, so with yeah. with opening day around the corner, and with, um the high hopes of the Yankees making the World Series again. Want to bring it back to 2009 when we won the World Series. And who was the opening day starter in 2009 for the New York Yankees? For what position? Opening day starter, I said. Oh, the, the pitcher? Yeah. Do, 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 <laughs> opening day starter in 2009. I don't want to sound like it. Was it, was it Andy Pettit? No. 
What do you mean? No, he came back. Yeah, but not. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, Sabathia. CC. Come on. I mean, I should have. Yeah, that was, I that was, yeah, that I was, bet it wasn't a bad guess. That was pretty bad. It was a pretty bad guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have one for you. It's not necessarily the most Yankees related. All right. But I saw an interesting one online, and it was which current manager has had the longest career as a player? What current active manager? Man- active manager, longest career as a player. Go. What active manager had the longest career as a player? Um, Dude. Do, do, do. We should get some music going for this. Yeah, that's the time. <laughs> I'm just singing loud. My voice cracked a little. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, a tough one. Um, Mattingly, no, Is that close. I'll give you another guess. Go. Um, I asked this one to Matt and everybody else. I'm pretty sure I asked Girardi and told you the answer. No, good guess though. Who was it? Dusty Baker played 19. Dusty years. Baker. Yeah, and he's uh, newly minted. Oh, he's the Astros manager. Now. He played 19 years in the majors. That's kind of a trick question. Not even a trick question whatsoever. That's he's an kind active of a manager trick on the team. I don't know. He hasn't fully managed a real. He's the manager. I said active managers. It's not a trick question. He's a manager of real game. If you look at one through 30, he's one of the managers. Not a trick question whatsoever. What's your next question? Um. All right. Well, that was kind of my. All right. Um. But that wasn't your question. I know it wasn't my question, but um. All right, whatever. Um, this is kind of an interesting question. I know that it gets asked, it gets asked a lot, but who is um, the Yankees have number eight retired twice? Who's the second person that number eight is retired by? Yogi. Yogi's the first one. <laughs> Obviously, who's the second one? I don't fucking know. Who who is it? Is retired twice? Yeah, number eight retired twice. Who is it? Bill Dickey. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right. Let's move into our DMs. That went went horribly. So first DM comes to us live from who we got. NGCJ Mencho says, Loisiga is having an awesome spring. What should the team do with him to start the season? Honestly, we were talking about this before. Loisiga had... He w- he's in such a spot because he's the only kind of he's kind of the only guy as the fifth starter in, in the fifth starter race that has experience. You, you were know? shitting on him. You I were, was shitting on him. I'm not gonna lie. You were you were not for it. Now I was all here for it. But thinking back now, Loisga looks like a guy that he like since he's the only one for the most part that has experience on the team. Mm-hmm. And pitching in the majors versus like the Devies and the Clark Schmitz of the world, he kind of like what he had to do in the spring. Like most of the position battles, as we know, kind of are already set in stone. There's not really much position battles in the spring. They're kind of already figured out, except for like this fifth starter a little bit. He kind of just had to not fuck up in the spring, and then he has the fifth starter spot, and he has pitched very well in the spring. Yes. So. I think he locks in that fifth starter spot. I think we can put that conversation to a rest. And it's just because he's, and like I said, he had to just not be the worst pitcher on the planet. Even though Schmidt was making it close. But I think this thing's done. Yeah, I think he's the fifth starter. because he, and he looks good. He, pl- he pitched really well. And I think, like I said, he just he had to not fuck up to become that fifth starter. I think that's what the And the he, didn't, he didn't just done. not fuck up. He did great. He did really well. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll wear that one. I know I was wrong on that. 
I think yes, he's the, he's the fifth starter, and I I you know what? It's because Schmidt. I, I was willing to jump the gun and have Schmidt just Schmidt just like hop in there and become the fifth starter. I don't care. Throw him in. I don't you don't have to work him through the system. But the Yankees like to work pitchers through the system. Yeah, they like to get them their reps. Cashman specifically makes sure everybody gets their reps along the way. That's just how it's going to go. So yeah. I, I think the only thing to do with Lawazga is to be the fifth starter, and that's for the foreseeable future until Paxton comes back. And then, yeah, then, then we have a conversation mm-hmm. for, well, he's, for he's, what he, he's, if he becomes a bullpen arm after that, which yeah. he could be. I was about to say, he, he's versatile enough where that's a real option. Yeah. So next question comes from RMZK42. No, no, don't know your regular name, but he said, what's your go-to flavor for big league chew? Wow. Great that's, question. That's the type of question Great. we wanted to hear. Yeah, keep those coming. Um, I'll take a stab at that first. Um, Less, I, less of the coronavirus questions, CJ. Yeah, yeah. You, you're our boy, but one of our boys. Out. But just, uh, I'm chill not out. a doctor, so I'm not yeah. gonna answer <laughs> coronavirus yeah. questions. Um, surprisingly enough, um, sour apple. I was about to say sour is apple is my favorite, with an honorable mention of grape. That's disgusting. Grape was my second favorite. Grape is fucking gross. Grape, grape was is my a, favorite. Grape, for, grape oh my anything gosh. is gross. Not gum. Not bigly chew. Absolutely gum. I think gum no. is the worst. No. Close to next to the medicine. No, no, no. You're bugging. Everything tastes like medicine to me. You're bugging. I'm not bugging. But green apple, sour apple, that is... That's the, the best one. Yeah, I, I, I thought I'm you were surprised, gonna, I'm surprised you agree with me. Yeah, I rarely do agree with you on anything. Wow. But yeah, that's probably the only thing we agreed on. Oh, let's go some bigly chew later. Good for us. <laughs> hey, hey. Look hey, at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> All right. Uh, next question... Comes from our other boy, Tom Sinertia, OGs. Uh, would you let Judge walk after arbitration years and sign Mookie next year? See, we kind of answered this, and yeah, I'm going to have to put a harsh disagree with you on there, Tom. Yeah, I don't know if you're saying you agree with that, but I'm going to say not at all. Judge is still our guy. We named the fucking Judge's Chambers after the guy. What are we going to do, just get rid of the Judge's Chambers? That's awkward. Yeah, <laughs> we're not letting Judge walk. I, I, I I'm here to defend agree. him, Judge. I I never even thought we would have to defend Judge. I thought Judge was here to stay. Everybody loved him. Everybody does still love him. But the fact that we're talking about this and this is a DM, yeah, this shouldn't especially, be a DM. especially for Mookie. Yeah, let's stop it. This should not be a DM. Next question. And fuck Mookie Betts. Next question. <laughs> uh, what's the next one? Oh, here's a good one. Uh, from Steakhouse sixty two. Good, good name. Good not, name. It's not spelled steak, like S-T-E-A-K. It's it S-T-A-K-E, House 62. Love okay. it. Love the guy. I First, wish it was steak like the meat, but, you know, maybe I'll create that. Can't one. complain. Can't <laughs> complain. But the question is, if Clint finally breaks out, good start. We're big Clint guys. Big Clint guys. Only way you could have started that better was if you said Tyler Wade, but, you know, this is the Tyler Wade fan club. Uh, if Clint finally breaks out, do you guys see Cashman trading one of our six starting caliber outfielders? Six starting caliber outfielders. Um, that's a tough question. Um, who who, do, who does that consider that he's considering? So, who are the trade pieces he's talking about? Judge, Gardner. All right, so let's go one by one. Judge is not going to be traded, so no to him. Stanton is the only one I could see it, it being traded, but nobody's going to take that contract. No one's going to take. No one's going to take. No Stanton. one's going to take that contract. 
Gardner is not getting traded. Nobody's going to take him. No. Gardner's a Yankee. So. He's not going anywhere. We're not trading him. Hicks we just extended. And I Hicks think we just extended. Nobody's going to no want, one's gonna want the him injuries, either. even though Hicks is great and he's been awesome for us. Yeah. Who else is there? Talkman. Talkman. That's the only one I can maybe That's the competition maybe right there. See. That's the competition. Being traded. And do, it depends if you would consider Miggy and Alfie that we're missing anybody. Mm. And Yasiel Puig, if we get him, no. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think these players are really tradable. Um, I don't know. I I think that our outfielders it's stacked, but I don't think a lot of them are really good trade pieces. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I say no to that question, but I do say yes. I think Clint breaks out this year. So honestly, we'll see. And I I think no because if he does break out, that's just more depth, and we love it, and then we don't need Puig. But we're Probably gonna get Puig, and probably not gonna get Puig. I don't know. What we're gonna we're do. not getting Puig. I wouldn't be upset if we did. Anyway, I think that's gonna do it from this episode. You got anything else, Damon? You want to close out? Um, no, but um, you know, if you if you like listening to us, leave us a review. It helps us helps helps us. You know, get motivated. Doesn't even have to be a good more. review if you just want to give. If a it's review. a bad review, I don't care. Let us know what we're doing wrong and tell us to fucking criticism. get better. No, don't leave a bad review. If you have good things to say, leave us a review. We love it. We need to get those reviews up. Definitely helps us. Put more yeah. stuff out. It makes us feel good. Yeah, for sure. So definitely, uh, maybe you'll get a free T-shirt if you give us a good review. Yeah, yeah no, we're always know. in the giving mood. But anyway, uh, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. We are going to start doing a lot of new stuff with uh, the Bronx Pinstripes YouTube and everything like that. A lot of with MLB the show coming out very soon. We're going to be starting to do an MLB the show series uh, on Diamond Dynasty. I know everybody plays MLB the show, so we usually play it till our eyes bleed. So that's Gonna be that's gonna be fun. We have a lot of new stuff coming out there. We're also gonna be doing if you're into trading cards, mm-hmm. me and our friend Yankee Red Sox Matt, you're gonna we're gonna have a common enemy to talk about. But we're gonna be start doing some box breaks mm-hmm. if you're into trading cards. Uh we'll explain more about that if you know what box breaks are. But you know if you're interested in box breaks, DM us. If you're interested in trading cards, DM us and we'll explain box breaks. Yeah, you. and we'll get you involved because it's gonna be it's gonna be a good season. It's gonna be a lot of fun. A lot of live streams. We'll definitely do a lot of live streams for the games too, so you guys can see what we're up to. We don't really do much other than just drink and watch the game, but if you want, if you're into that, we'll be doing that too. Just follow us on all of our social accounts, Twitter, Instagram. We have a fucking TikTok too. We don't really yeah. <laughs> we, anything. Uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got. You got anything else, David? Um, no, let's, let's go Yanks. Let's do it. Go Yanks. From a mess to the masses. Let's see it grow Like a ride, like a rider